the podcast don't hear that. Now, Blog Talk Podcast going to hear it, but, you know, and, um, the other one won't hear it. So, well, welcome to Speak Live. This is your sister in Christ, Rachel Carleen Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King, and the one that could tear Speak Life introduction up, okay? So welcome, everybody. Welcome. Today is January 5th, 2022. So evidently my mind is still in December. <laughs> it's gone. So welcome. I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God. Love my kingdom family. <laughs> it's typically a real family too. Okay. And lifting up the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, and worn in the name of Jesus, even withered. Um, I pray we grab hold to what the Lord is saying. Okay. Saying to us, through us, towards us, He's, he's really uh, preparing us for those that want to be prepared, okay? Not, not just thinking we want to be prepared, but we seek after diligently what the Lord is saying, okay? So I'm lifting up children worldwide. I am lifting up children worldwide in the name of Jesus. And I am lifting up the trees of God, those bringing the wood to the city in the name of Jesus. So we are trees, we are grass, we are flowers. Uh, the grass grows, the flower wither, and, and you know how he says that. And we are trees. That's why he reverenced to the cedars of Lebanon and, and the fir tree, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree, upright tree. So, and um, so I'm lifting him up. I pray we march on uh, with the bloodstained banner, as the old saints used to say. And um, I just, I, you know, I'll just pray. Father, I come to you right now, Lord God. I am thankful. I am grateful, Lord God. I am thankful and grateful just to be present, to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Father, I pray that we all uh, be in our perspective positions. And, and I am lifting up every servant in Christ Jesus, every child of God, every sheep on every level in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you push back and bind up every interference, every distraction, every oops, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, and I thank you. I thank you. Don't let the enemy interfere. Father, I'm praying for tilled hearts and I'm praying that we don't harden our hearts when we hear your voice in the name of Jesus, that we come closer. We incline our ear to hear you, Lord God, because you are our life. You are our lifeline. You are our God. You are our savior. You are our Lord. You are our maker, our creator, and our former. And I thank you for it in the name of Jesus. So first I would like to uh, send up extra prayer for all the teachers, all the leaders, all the preachers, the missionaries, the evangelists, 
the sheep, the laymen, everybody that's working in the vineyard for the vineyard, for the uplifting and the edification of the body in spirit, the spirit of God and in truth. So yes, what I came to talk about, it's, it's, um, one of those words that Lord have your way, show up, show out, Lord God, crucify every ounce of flesh in me. Cause you know, I cannot do this. I cannot do this at all. So I need you, I need you to fully breathe the breath of wisdom and understanding and knowledge to execute your word to, to all of us in Jesus name. So yeah, this is one of these words that had me in gripped, um, God imparted in prayer. So yeah. Okay. You know, I'm starting to understand why my nose acts up or anybody else when, because our bodies does do different things, different people when we bring it forth the word. But if you go into the word, um, one place I know he talks about, well, the sweet savor in the nostrils. And so that's really what it is. Like if, if our bodies have to be trained to receive the things of God, and it's not just our, it's not just our, our hearts and our minds, our ears have to be trained and, and our eyes have to be trained. And also our nose, because the, the, the smell of God comes through the nostrils and the word says, Saul breathed out anger. So the tongue has to be trained by the word of God. That's the only thing that could train, uh, train the tongue. I didn't even come talk about this, but the list, but I, I want to, because I know what I go through is for somebody else. Okay. So when you're, when you're being used by God, expect different things, just like, you know, when we start to go into a shout because the Holy spirit takes up. You don't know what you're going to do. You just don't. Now, if you already got it planned out, that's not God, that's you. But yeah, so me and my cat, my cat is petitioning, um, through disobedience. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just heard noise. So I'm just going to go into the word. Okay. So it says, cover your heels, cover your heels beside by the gospel of peace. So the gospel of peace is the peace is Jesus because he's the Prince of Peace, but <clears throat> the peace is the reconciliation back to us and the father just got that this morning. Okay. Because it's like the gospel of peace, Jesus is the gospel. So it's the gospel of Jesus Christ and Jesus is the mediator for us back to God reconciliation. So the thing, right? Um, he gave me this, this, this word this morning. Um, he has given me bits and pieces before. So now I got more bits and pieces. I did not want to bring forth this word because I don't have full clarity, but I'm led to bring this word forth. So let's go into the garden and we're going to journey in the garden today. And so I am going to start, Lord, I need help. I need help in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to start right here. Uh, Genesis 3 and 14. And the Lord said unto the serpent, because you have 
done this thing. You are cursed above all cattle. You are cursed above all cattle. I'm trying to really think about what got me here in the first place this morning. I was thinking on things and I was thinking on the day. I don't even know what I was reading the day. I was in the, I think I was in the book of Psalm in prayer. Now, I was in 96 and 46 this morning um, for the posted prayer. I need y'all to just be patient with me because there's a connection. There's a connection. And the scriptures witness, Jesus witness of himself. So he is the scriptures and he witnesses of himself. And so, oh, I don't know what I brought. I don't know what I was in this morning because that was not the song. But okay, so it says, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare the glory among the heathen, his wonders among all the people. For the Lord is great. I'm in Psalm 96. And greatly to be praised, he is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods, for all the gods of nations, of idols. And I remember getting caught on that. But the Lord made the heavens. I can't. <laughs> okay. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are his sanctuary. Given to the Lord, you kindreds of the people. Given to the Lord, glory and strength. Given to the Lord, glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. So I ran across uh, the other scripture that I was in that I thought I had read, but evidently I did not. Um, but it was talking about the day. And so I got caught up in the day. So when I got caught up, when I got caught up in the day, it took me back. It took me back to Genesis. It took me back to Genesis. And I've been thinking on many things, uh, recent things, and. So when it took me back to the day, I went in and I went to see what happened in the seventh day. And this is when I got, you know, caught up. It says in chapter two, I was looking for, I don't know, but thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. 
and rested on the seventh day from all his works which he had made. Now, there is a difference between the work he, when he said made, there's a difference between made, created, and formed. Okay? And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. And it caught me with that. See, because this is the thing. We're still in the seventh day. The seventh day, God has not declared that the seventh day have ended yet. Okay? So, you know when he says here in verse... I'll start, I'll start when he first started declaring that. In verse... Hold on to me now. In verse Genesis 1 and 5, And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning was the first day. Verse uh, 13, And the evening and the morning was... Oh, no, sorry. And verse 8, And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning was the second day. I think I mentioned this before, I speak like. And verse 13, And the evening and the morning was the third day. And verse 19, in the evening and the morning was the fourth day. And then verse 23, in the evening and the morning was the fifth day. And then verse 31, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was good. In the evening and the morning was the sixth day. So I have not seen yet, but he's declared the ending of the seventh day. So I started thinking, all these things happened in the seventh day. So I went to, um, he said he blessed, he said he blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. So this day is blessed and sanctified because it still falls into the seventh day. But within the seventh day is when he formed me, okay? And so I went into when he formed man. And and this is the thing. The man was given everything. He was given um, one of the psalm, and it's somewhere, one of the psalm, David says um, how God thinks of man, that he gave him dominion over the works of his hands so many of us don't realize the power that we've been given the majority of us walking right now in this generation don't understand the power but if we go through the scriptures we see how men and women grabbed hold to the power we're in a generation where we are listening to the serpent. We're listening to the serpent. And so, like, I'm listening to myself. Not calling you the serpent because you've been oiled down, but, you know, a distraction. Because that's basically what it is. It's a distraction. And so it says in verse 7 of Genesis 2, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and he breathed into his he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became 
a living soul. Lord, I need help in the name of Jesus. So man became a living soul. And I want to believe that is the first time that that was written. That man became a living soul. Because God was making everything else. He was, he had already created it in his imagination. So he had to make it and then he had to form it. And then even when he was seeing many things, it was in spirit. It was in spirit. So we were formed from the dust of the ground. And he breathed into our nostrils the breath of life, which is the word. God's heart and his mind, he breathed into the nostrils. Which is funny. Yeah. He breathed into the nostrils the breath of life. So, and man became a living soul. And this is how you know that, because God had an expectation on man. He had an expectation. And God, <clears throat> God had an expectation because he says, you have dominion. You have dominion. Okay? You will have dominion. God blessed the man. Okay? Male and female created he them. And God said unto them, be fruitful, be fruitful, and multiply. And replenish the earth and subdue it. That's a lot of expectation. Okay? And have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So let's go back to the garden. Let's go back where I was going to start from. Verse 14 of Genesis 3. And the Lord said unto the serpent, everything that moves upon the earth. So we allowed, and we still allowing something that moves upon the earth that we have dominion over. We're allowing. Now man was made a little lower than the angels. However, when God made us or created, he gave us dominion over everything that moves upon the earth. So, Adam is, okay, so a few years back, one of the pastors, he taught that um, Eve is the first wife, and then she's parallel to Mary. Okay, now, the first guy, that was like, I don't know about that. But Adam is the first, first man. And then the second Adam is Jesus. So the first Adam was of the dust. He was, he was of the earth. Okay. But the second Adam is, is God himself. So if there's a first Adam and a second Adam, 
there's Eve and Mary still playing their part. So both of them came in with promises. Okay. So Adam came in with promises. Jesus came in as the promises. Eve was one to receive the promises because it was declared over her. Mary gave birth to the promises. Okay? So one group is fallen and one group came to restore. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The first group the children were cursed because of the first group's behavior. They came in with everything of God because God blew breath into them. And God had an expectation. God had an expectation because God said, okay, you have dominion. I'm jumping, y'all, because I'm going as I hear because I really need help bringing this forth. He says, now, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the air and over the fowl of, no, the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Every living thing that moves upon the earth. He also said to Adam, he said, okay, so I'm going to help, I'm going to make you a help me because it is not good for you to be alone. Okay, I'm going to make you a help me. But he also said that in, in verse 19 of, of Genesis 2, and out of the ground, the Lord formed, he started giving things form because the earth was without form and void, right? So he started giving things form and God formed every beast of the field and every um and every fowl of the air and brought them unto adam to see what he would call them and whatsoever adam adam the smallest nuclear part of anything right and whatsoever adam called every living creature that was the name thereof. God had an expectation of Adam. Because Adam had everything. He had the wisdom of God. And that's what God used to form the earth. Wisdom and understanding. Right? Wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom with all thy getting, get understanding. So he had an expectation and Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. The things he had dominion over. Okay? But for Adam, there was not found a helpmate for him. There was not. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. It's almost like Adam was dead. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord had taken from Adam or from man, 
made he a woman and brought her, he brought her unto him. Okay. And Adam said, this is now bone to my bones and flesh of my flesh. She should be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother? And a lot of us are getting in the way of that, right? And cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked. Clear as crystal. They were both naked, clear as crystal. There was nothing to hide. There was nothing to conceal. There was nothing. Why? They had the nature of God. There was, they weren't of the enemy. The enemy, inequity was found in him. Found in him. He didn't consume stuff, right? So at this point, they had not consumed. They had not consumed, but they was given the commandment of what not to consume. They had not consumed anything. At least nothing that was contrary to what God was telling them. Had not consumed them. So they was crystal clear. They was, they was naked. There was nothing to hide. Everything was pure and honest and true and good. Now, so here now, right now in 2022, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. Mm. Mm. And he said unto the woman, he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. I want, I want somebody to really see this here. Because see, when we go into study of Adam and Eve and different things, even Job and certain popular chapters, we study it or read it like we already know what's gonna happen. Instead of becoming as children and seeing it for the first time. Yeah. It says, so in, in Genesis 2, It says in verse eight, and the Lord planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden comma you stop right there because it's a comma you pause you pause at commas so 
it says the tree of life also in the midst of the garden comma and the tree of life of good and evil now i'm not sure that's reading that they were both in the midst of the garden because here it says and the lord commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou should eat freely thou should freely eat but the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it for in the day that you eat thereof you shall surely die it doesn't say you can't eat the tree from the tree in the mist it doesn't say that but many of us that's what we assume okay so the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it. Lest or otherwise you die. And the serpent said unto her, you shall not surely. Oh no, you shall not surely. You should not surely die. You should not surely. You should not surely die. Uh, used to emphasize the speaker's firm belief that what they are saying is true and often they're surprised that there is any doubt of this with assurance and confidence. For God have known that in the day you eat thereof that your eyes shall be open and you should be as gods knowing good and evil let's go back to the curse uh verse 14 of genesis 3 and the lord said unto the serpent because you have done this thing you are cursed and one minute he was subtle above but now you are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the mm. yeah upon your belly shall you go and dust shall you eat all the days of your life now this is what caught me we were made of dust of the ground and God says and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. And he is consuming many of us. The enemy go to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Whom he may. He got to get permission. So many of us, we got the breath of life coming through us. And we twist what God says. We twist it. And when we twist what God says, it leaves an opening for error. Okay? So it says, 
Now here go the woman. And I will, no, yeah, and I will put enmity, hatred, hostility between you and the woman. The enemy got hostility towards the woman. And, and, and something just came to me with this. He has so much hostility that for the ones he can devour, say on the man's side, he'll make you hate women so much that you don't want to be with one. Or he's he's caused the thinking of, of, of women so much that many don't want to look like or live like I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed, the word that you plant, your seed, and the woman and her seed. Now, Mary gave birth to the word. So imagine how hated Mary is because Mary represents the church. So there is still hostility. There is still hostility with the serpent and the woman. And between your seed and her seed, what he's saying and what comes through her, what she's birthing. And that's how you can get Revelation 12, where he's waiting. That's how you can get Revelation 12. I hope I'm not. I hope. Okay, it says in Revelation 12 and 1, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet. My God. And upon her head a crown of 12 stars. Why? Because the church is based on and built on the prophets and the apostles, 12 apostles teaching, the apostolic teaching, the gospel. Mm -hmm. And she being with child, travailing, she's in labor and birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, behold, a great red dragon having seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns upon his head. Authority, power, principality, ruler of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, okay? And his tail drew the third of the stars of heaven. He took them with him, okay? And so if he's doing that, I'm just saying, and did cast them to the earth. Mm -hmm. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered. It doesn't say ready to give or be in delivery. It says, no, ready to be delivered. For to devour, the enemy goes seeking, the enemy goes to and fro seeking who he may devour. So it says to to for for because to devour her child her seed that word Woo. 
as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations, a ruler with a rod or a word of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. Her child was caught up to God and to God's throne, the right side, the right hand of God in the name. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she have a place prepared. I go to prepare a place. She had a place prepared of God that she should feed for a thousand. She's going to be fed. So that, uh, wait a minute, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. Which technically is three and a half years. It says, and I will put enmity, hatred, hostility between you and the woman and between her seed, your seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head. Goliath went down. Goliath went down by a child of God because they traced the genealogy all the way back up to Adam through Seth since Abel was killed by his brother. So it says it doesn't say her child, it it, that word shall bruise your head shall bruise your head and you shall bruise its heel. This is why we gotta cover our heel. Our feet has to be sod with the preparation, what is already prepared of the gospel of peace, the word of God. John said, I am not, un I am not worthy to unlatch his sandals. I am not worthy to undo his word. I'm not worthy to do that. None of us have been given that permission to undo his word. Because matter of fact, the Lord says in Revelation 22, he tells us in Revelation, this is one of his last promises and declarations before the ending of this book he said now listen here for i testify unto every man that hears whether you choose to believe or not he didn't say that he said that hears the words of the prophecy and the word tells us in revelation 19 and 10 for the testimony of jesus Testifying of the word of God, testifying of the gospel of peace is the spirit of prophecy in the name of Jesus. So he says, whew, he says, and back in Revelation 22, it says, for I testify to 
every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of prophecy of Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus Christ, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the city, the holy city, sorry, out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book, which he which testifies these things say, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. And it says the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. The word of God gives us grace. So it goes back to say, okay, it goes back to say, um, like this is just coming. You, you do whatever you want to do, Lord. But it says it shall bruise his head and you shall bruise. See, that's the thing. This is the thing now. I will put enmity between you, serpent, and the woman. And between the woman that carries, Ooh. and between your seed and her seed. It don't even say their seed. It don't say their seed, man and woman's seed. It says her seed. So one of the people that get fought against most in the church is women. Women speaking, bringing forth that seed. Now, I can understand why some of it is like that because I know Paul said, and I can understand that. I can understand, but we're no longer under the curse. If you receive grace, you're no longer under the curse if you receive grace. Yeah. So the average woman should just keep quiet if she don't know. But if God says speak, that's what she's supposed to do. Okay? So it says... Between your seed, which you're saying world, which you're saying great dragon, serpent, devil, Satan, it's going to be against your seed. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary and Salome was against, sitting against the, the, the cave where Jesus was. was. So it says, and, 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 and the world goes against what the word is saying and against the church mm -hmm. and against the faith. And we, and many like to call it religion, but it's a faith. It's a seed. It's a sent word. <laughs> I am excited. And it said in her seed, it, sh it shall bruise your head. Now, when you look at Goliath, right? When you, when you, when, when you look at Goliath, When you look at Goliath, let's 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 take a look at Goliath for a second. I mean, second Samuel, he's in first. So wait a minute. Let's take a look at Goliath because this just came to me. Let let's take a look at Goliath for a second and look right at the verse. Look at it. First Samuel seventeen thirty eight. No, that's the wrong one. It says in the Philistine. 
okay, drew near. And the Philistine came on, verse 41, and drew near to David and the man that bear the, no, I'm trying to get where it, okay, here it goes. Um, verse 5, 1 Samuel 17, and he had a helmet of brass upon his head, making sure nothing penetrates. He had a helmet because the enemy knows he got to cover and block so her seed don't penetrate. Mm -hmm. So her seed don't penetrate. So this is why many of us refuse to hear the word of God because we're not in agreement with her seed. We're in agreement with his seed. So we'll listen to everything the world got to say, all the world's solutions and answers for her seed. We don't want to hear her seed. Mm -mm. Nope, my heart is hardened. Don't want to hear it. I, I know her lips are moving, but I can't hear nothing she's saying. I'm not going to the church. I don't want to hear nothing the church have to say. What Mary's saying, I see her over there. Yeah, yeah, we'll celebrate Christmas Mary little baby which is actually God's baby because Mary couldn't do nothing without God but I'm just saying but we don't want to hear with the church oh they always trying to throw their relig religion on me but we're we're the ones in the world where everything's circulating us okay and the kingdom of God suffers violence it don't say you know the kingdom of God is doing violence against the world it says the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent takes it by force let really think about that and we're here preaching losing our lives for this seed that people don't want to hear but they're going to need that seed god has been casting seeds and sending people to cast seeds a lot of women have risen up to cast seeds now some of us is a little cool up. i must i'm going to just tell the truth we come and presenting it like Jezebel and getting everybody all thrown off. But the seed, she's casting the seed. And the ones that's like this, you already know who, who seed it is. Because if you love Jesus, you're going to keep his word. You're going to keep his word. You're going to keep it. And you're going to guard it. And you're going to speak it. And you're going to become it. You're going to mature in it. You're going to grow in it. And it's going to grow in you until you get the instructions. You're going to receive the instructions for salvation. So the first thing you're going to confess with your mouth, okay, and believe in your heart, Lord Jesus. But when you can't even profess or confess that it's Lord, his name is Lord Jesus, then that means the Holy Spirit is not operating because the word said only by the Holy Spirit will you confess that Jesus is Lord. Okay, so her seed, her seed, I didn't even come, I didn't think I can't talk about this, but her seed, her seed, he's bruising the heel of her seed, martyred saints, closed churches, corruption in the church distractions 
evilness. The church is burnt up. People scared to go into church. And God said, if there be any sick among you, the elders, and they supposed to lay hands. So now we're doing it through the computer. Put your face up to the computer. Let me lay my hand on you. Because those seed has been bruised. The word of God. We got so many versions of the Bible. The seed has been bruised. But the true seed is going to prevail. It says, and to the woman, he said. Now all that he said to the serpent. To the woman, he said, hold on. Grab hold to this. Almost need to do Adam first. <laughs> and, and I don't even know how much time I've been on here for me. Oh, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. It says, but I'm going to just do it. I'm not doing Adam, man. Adam. Adam is the thing, man. I was like, whoa, okay. I'm going to have to do that another time because i already been on here. It says, until the woman, he said, listen, ladies. Do I got your ear? Come, come closer. Come closer, women. Come closer because you got to hear this, right? He says, and, and I, I know what he said. Okay. Try not to receive it as a child as you don't want to, but you will not get the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay? So come closer. For those that need to hear this. For real, for real. For real, for real. It explains a lot of things. It says, until the woman, he said, God said, I will greatly, it's his will. He says, I will. God's will is to greatly multiply your sorrow. He said, I greatly multiply your sorrow. Who has more sorrow in the household? The woman, right? Should be. Sometimes the roles are flipped. But who has the greatest sorrow? The woman, right? Being a mother, being a wife, being a grandmother, being a daughter, who has the greatest sorrow? Because our sorrows were not just multiplied. They were greatly multiplied. So she got sorrows of herself, her body, sickness, whatever the case may be. She got sorrows in her household, children, husband, if, if husband, or training up a child by herself. She got the sorrows, okay? And she got the sorrows of the church. She got the sorrows. She got the sorrows. And they are greatly multiplied. That's one thing. And your conception. So whatever you bring forth is greatly multiplied. Wait a minute. I can't even go into that because I'm... Your conception is greatly multiplied. Now, when we look at this, right, we look in the natural, but spiritually, your conception, what are you bringing forth? That's nothing. What are you bringing forth in spirit? Your conception, your conception shall be greatly multiplied. The action of conceiving a child or child being conceived, the following, oh no, the forming 
or devising of a plan or an idea. Your conception, you get a lot of ideas. You'll be like, so the woman, she's just like, oh Lord, I got to multitask. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to, they're greatly multiple. I, I just saw this. That's why I could be doing a million things. It's like, yeah, it's going to be greatly multiplied. However, I rebuke that because we're not under the curse if we're in grace. So it says, in sorrow, you shall bring forth children. It doesn't say just in sorrow, you're going to give birth. No, you got to train up a child. You got to bring them forth through this wilderness, through through this world. And even when they become adults, it doesn't change. It doesn't change. Your sorrows are still multiplied as the woman. And it says that in sorrow shall, uh, you shall bring forth children. So he was already telling us we're going to bring forth children because it doesn't say in sorrow, you too should bring forth children. No, you don't say that. He said in sorrows, um, you should bring forth children. You should bring it forth. So you know how sometimes, uh, many times there's a two parent in the house, but who has the most sorrows? Because one thing, you know, I'm telling you, I love men. I do. And, and, and I love the way men think. They think totally different than us. And a lot of women be in the house. They, the father might be there, but they so busy wanting to take over that they have all the sorrows and the man just sitting back. Oh, man, just sitting back. And sometimes all they got to do is say one thing to the child. Put it down. Child put it down. The mother like, put it down. I said, uh, uh. And the man just says, what did your mother say? And they horrified. And we screaming and carrying on. And then don't let the, they, we think the man is too rough. Don't say, don't talk to him like that. And you the one with all the sorrows with the child. Now, some of us got, but you the one with all the sorrows with the child. I so want to, but I'm not going to touch it. You're the one with all the sorrows. Because you're living under the curse. And your desire shall be, that's a promise, to your husband. What are you desiring your husband to do or to be. And he's not, he's not, he's not paying no attention to you, but it's your desire. Woo! Lord Jesus. Okay. And lastly, and he shall rule over you. He shall rule. He was given rulership. Women submit to your own husband because he has rulership. Now, you know, with that, to be totally honest, many of us know that um, uh, some of that rulership 
gets us in a lot of trouble. That's the best thing I can say. Because you know what? Daniel, the ones that put Daniel in the lion's den, it don't say their wife was there. Telling them, yeah, put put Daniel in the lion's den. Put him in the lion's den. But guess what? The men, the the children, and the wife, everything went into the lion's den. Because of that ruler. That's over us. And then Dathan, I think it was Dathan, they go against Moses. They go against Moses, right? And, and it don't say them and their wife and their kids. No, it say Dathan and, and, and those that was with him went against Moses. But guess what? The earth opened up and swallowed Dathan, if if it's Dathan. I believe it is. Dathan, his wife, kids, the whole household because of the ruler. I'm just going, yeah. But from the beginning, we was both given dominion. So the the male, if if you're looking at this spiritually, the male is the pastor of the church of Eve. Yeah, because like I said in the beginning, Adam is a word, Jesus is a word, Mary gave birth. And Eve is the mother of all living. Mary is a symbol of a church, so so is Eve. But hers is falling. I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have the most blessed day, my God. In the name of Jesus. Peace.